Are you ready to podcast, Lil? Yeah. So is Jack. And he's not going to, oh, and he's blurry. Hi, buddy. He definitely has a lot to say. We'll have to add his, um, we'll add his thoughts later. Mom, have you heard Beyonce's new country song? No. Is it good? I don't think it's, well, I mean, people are liking it just because it's Beyonce, but I don't think it's going to make her a huge amount of success. The only time that I really listen to um, current music is when we're out at the barn, and that's probably not even super current. That's probably like six months current, and it's probably good, though. Because they play the same songs over and over and over again. Then I do kind of get the hang of it. So I'll probably hear it in six months. Okay. It might end up being one of those annoying songs that they, I don't know. It's either not going to do well or it's going to be one of those songs that they play over and over and over again. And people are going to get so tired of that. I think it's getting a lot of headline though, because she's not obviously a country singer. Everybody's got to try something new every once in a while, I guess. Good for her. So I wonder what what group, does she know what group she fits into? I just do think she knows the elite group, the talented elite group. I think she's like in the legendary group. <laughs> yeah, legendary is probably right. Probably well-deserved. I mean, she's obviously a good artist, so I don't have anything against her. She's not one of my favorites, but... She was at one point. My favorite? Yeah. One of your favorites. Jack. One of your favorites. We used to listen to her first <laughs> solo album quite a lot in the car. In your Celica. I liked when she was part of the group, I think, better. Speaking of groups, what was the name of the group? Destiny's Child. Yeah. So, yeah, um, step aside. Yeah. I think that uh, you and I probably find some parts of groups kind of fascinating because I think many of us are forced to try to understand the concept of groups. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like I would be the Beyonce in a group. Like, oh, doesn't, doesn't well, her and I have the same birthday, but doesn't fit into the group. Independent wants to do their own thing. I think in a lot of cases, that's me, even though I can be kind of shy. I think that I am kind of independent around people. And what was um, Dave Portnoy's explanation for that? That he's a hermit. <laughs> Yes, I am a hermit too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I've always gotten that from um, my dad. Not to say there weren't times in my life where I spent more time with other people, but in the end, I think that I've always been kind of comfortable going solo um, and doing a lot of things by myself. Whatever that says about people, I don't know. But today, many of us are kind of fighting the idea of, what's the say, favorite saying, though? Huh? 
you need to be a part of the group. You've got to fit in some nucleus of people. Yes. It, it's not about anymore being your own individual. And well, I, I, mean, talk I think talk a lot is. about. I think it is, but, but, but social oh. world doesn't want, wants to break people and put them in a slot. Well, and that's kind of what America is about is being your own person, being successful, you know, living whatever way you want to live. That's kind of what being an American is about. So we're not, we're slowly kind of losing the American way. I don't think that as people, that may be a goal for people as a whole, but it does seem like the corporations, maybe, um, maybe people that are trying to push a certain type narrative, it's easier for them to classify people if you are a group versus, you know, there's hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that are all unique. I think that is probably a frightening concept for some because, oh, yeah. because that means they don't really know where where they themselves fit in the group. If you can uh, if you can try to put some if you can try to put somebody in a box you try to put them in a group. I think the people that are feeling that is a, a necessary thing for them means that they're afraid of, they're afraid of people that don't want to be in the group. They're, they're terrified. Well, and they can't, you can't control people that aren't in the group. Yeah. That's a lot of it too. So, uh, we briefly discussed this earlier today because like I said, some of us are forced to kind of deal with this <laughs> issue uh, a lot, but I think even just people that aren't working are finding that there's so many parts of our life and our country that is trying to label groups or um, idealize the fact that people are in groups or should be in groups or finding groups of people that they don't like because it's just easier i think to say well you know those kind of people are are not good and those kind of people do this and it's easier for people to justify who they are but um real quickly i think the reason that i have always felt defensive about that is just because of where i started early in life and wasn't really accepted in the school um in the school scenario, in the school circles, because we came from, you know, a completely different area, completely different and, you know, different things about us, like our last name, the family status. And um, I don't think I knew it at the time, but obviously I had to cope with all that. And it kind of made me probably behave certain ways as I grew up and as I grow old. <laughs> I think your parents, to add to that, are pretty individually yes. authentic. You don't come across a lot of Joanne's um, or no, or Michael's uh, or really any of them. So um, I think that helped to make you who you are. And um, 
Yeah, but obviously you came from a certain area of the country and you moved to the complete opposite. So the suburbs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and as a young person, you can't put all that together. No. You're just thinking about the moment. But you know, now they look back. There were times in my life where that maybe was not as much of who I am as as it is maybe now, but um, I think it's just kind of fascinating because it, it gets kind of old for me to hear about all these different groups and this group, and I don't like them where the big problem, or I think the real um, shortage in our country is just recognizing people for being individuals. Heck, there could be a bunch of people that, you know, practice a certain religion or they believe in a believe in a certain type of politics, or they believe in eating a certain way, like vegetarians. But they're not all they're not all the same. So I I think the groups is really less important. And what's important is, or are the individuals and how the people feel about themselves in those groups? Because we're we're all different. I mean, you're 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 playing games, or you're lying to yourself if you think that. We're not. Maybe some people are too shy to say that they, you know, aren't like everybody else, but it's the truth. Right? I think that's maybe a problem that the American people or us as a country have struggled with is you've got to be one way or the other. You've got to be a certain group. You've got to be a part of a certain political party you can kind of look back through history and see that we've struggled with some, you know, people that weren't necessarily fit in either group. Um, and they Other were using the Jackson fives, Jackson five fit in the group. Well, yeah, right? I mean, music groups maybe, <laughs> but um, the people that didn't, you know, get married, have kids, or decided to do something that was different from what their region of the country did or whatever, they're always looked down on. So I think that that's something that we as people have struggled with since probably the beginning. So which are, are you telling me that not every female um, aspires to get married at age 22 and just become a housewife? That's not the groups anymore, I guess. I don't think so. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, if that's what you want to do, I mean, I would like to get married and have at least a child. I don't know if that's going to happen, but um, yeah, I, yeah. I just mean, I, I think, think it in was some expected. ways it was expected of a certain yes, age group to be. I think that in way. some ways we um, have broadened our minds like towards women per se we've kind of broadened our minds women you know are getting married later they're focused more on their careers we've broadened our minds about what women are supposed to be but in other areas we're kind of narrowing in yeah i mean <laughs> there's probably a lot more to women than um was socially allowed 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30, 40, 50. But that's another subject. Women, that's a broad subject. But it's a group of people. It is, yes. 
I was thinking earlier today, just kind of as an example for me, is that there's such a focus into putting people in groups, which I am anti-group and pro-people, just anti-group, pro-people, but so important to guess, I guess, to slice and dice through your day. But you think about it though, and this has gone on for, I think forever, is that when you do get married, you usually adopt like a whole <laughs> group of oh, people no. that you don't really know too well. You may know the mother or something, but there's, you would bring in a group of people. And when you marry or whatever it is, you're expected to be part of that group. So you're like mm -hmm. one person and then the, that's your husband or your wife's family. You're supposed to be forced into that group and be like them, I guess, while you're at least around them. And you think about it. There's so Happy. many, there's so many married people that don't get along with their in-laws or people in their extended family on that side that, I mean, that just seems to be kind of human nature. So if you use that for an example, I don't understand why it's so important or why we're trying to force the issue that you are expected um, to be in a group. Cause I think it's never happened before. It's not natural. It's not natural. It's fake. And, um, and we shouldn't do it. Agreed. Hello. Yeah. I think there's just this mindset that's going on that. Uh, well, I mean, I actually, I think it's, I guess, yeah, it's always been that way. It's like, like I was saying, in some respects, it's always been that way. I don't know about the marriage thing, but um, I just said earlier, you know, when you're in high school, it's all about being in the groups. Popular group, yeah. Uh, you're in the group. band group. You're in the after school science club. Like you're, I was never in a group. I don't think people knew how to categorize me. I just really stuck, kept to myself. Um, but I thought you, you said I really sucked. <laughs> you said I stuck. <laughs> <Yeah. I'm> like, what? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't suck. I just didn't really Stop. care and had no interest. Um, and you kind of are raised to, to believe that, oh, high school is just an immature thing. And then you can go off and be an adult and be your own person and do whatever it is that you want. But really there's it's it's not necessarily that way is it i think well it seems though that americana is comfortable with that ideology is that it, groups are really important like i said i think the jackson five group is very important that it makes sense um you know a group of people that are going out to play football against the opposing team that makes sense. But just as far as personal traits, not okay. As far as, you know, what your thoughts are living in a family, how you react towards people, all those things I think are way too personal. Um, I mean, work-wise too, people should not be put in groups as far as, you know, this person is, you know, a typist or a data entry. And that's all she's capable of because I'm probably sure, I'm pretty sure you're wrong and you are short-sighted and you're looking to see something out of that person that suits you. 
you're not really seeing who that person is. More than likely, they're probably, you know, like a super pianist or they're really good at, you know, breaking the ice and hosting a party or greeting people. So I, I think people use it as a crutch to make themselves feel better and potentially to make you feel worse. <laughs> I think it, it's kind of a, it, like you said, it's a control thing for people. It's it's unkind. It's unnecessary. And we really just need to unload that altogether. There needs, well, to, be, um, there needs to be an association called anti-group. Mom, thank you for always being supportive of me improving or growing in whatever way that it seems natural for me to grow. You, you're very supportive in that respect. You're not, you didn't ever, maybe I think people think, and I would maybe think, think, think the same, but um, that you were maybe a little too lax with me, but also I, I appreciate that you weren't like, well, you have to uh, no. play this sport, play piano, and I want you to take this extra course and blah, blah, blah. You, you never really like controlled my interests or anything. Because I think that American families maybe feel that is their job to do that. Um, but I think we're seeing the hard evidence, which could be a whole nother podcast about following the group and going to college, putting yourself in debt, um, pretty much erasing four years of your life, maybe getting some education, but not very much. You're just getting experience. You are starting off on the wrong foot as soon as you are, you know, graduating, finishing your whatever, and you are behind I'm sorry to say it, but I think that people are behind. So it has to be something that inside of you, it's what you want to do. It can't be, I'm pushing you to be a vegetarian. I can't be, I'm pushing you to be a liberal. I'm pushing you to, you know, join the circus, whatever that is, because that's kind of, I think it's expecting failure of that person, honestly. Did, you, did your mom do that? No. Oh, I didn't think that. Oh, no. I think she just tried to keep up with me and figure out what I was doing. And she would, you know, be happy when things went good. But she was just kind of, you know, sitting on the sidelines and supportive. And when I was ice skating and all those good things, she was pretty much sitting on the sidelines, freezing to death, <laughs> waiting for time to go and all the good stuff. So, no, um, I don't think any of my parents did. I would say when I was trying to learn a trade, which would be um, the trucking insurance industry, and you can't be learning the trucking insurance industry if you don't understand trucking. And you also must understand business. You must also understand banking. You must understand investment. You must understand all those things. So when I was learning that, uh, there was a certain way that it had to be yeah, done. Right. But you were be, learning. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't be an individual then. I had to be no. what it was. But otherwise, no, not nobody in my no, no parents. Um, I mean, they might have wanted me to have something be a certain way, but no, there was there was no reins. There was no I'm nothing. Just saying I think some parents really have reins on their kids. So anyways, what else, mom? What else is new with you today? Well, I think that I've come up with a, a good term for myself because not to not to group myself, just to kind of give myself a 
a title, maybe a title. You know, there's a lot of places that I could probably have a title and I don't have a title and that's okay because I can get through that. But because you're similar probably in some ways because I talk about so many things so you kind of understand where I'm going, that there are parts of me that feel a certain way that one political group is this way, but that the other political group is this way. There's a part of me that kind of has like this 50-year-old adult view of how you should do things. And then there's this part of me that still is very much probably in sync with, you know, people that are in their 20s. So I've decided that really? I have probably... Huh? What parts of those? Well, I mean, like we were just saying earlier, I don't think there are too many people that are my age. I mean, there's a wonderful lady that I follow on Facebook who is very dedicated to dog rescue. I don't think people my age are concerned with other I'm things. I don't think, I think that's kind of a young person's thing to think, you know, I want to give something to um, a cause. I don't think there are too yes. many people that are interested in that. I don't think there are too many people my age that are interested in starting something new which is what we did with the podcast and it may turn into something else like a blog I don't think there were too many that's kind of a young person's thing okay. and hopefully that young person thing kind of like helps my skin <laughs> stay young so I'm a hybrid I'm yes but hybrid. can we clarify you're not a hybrid worker no 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 I mean I I think that um, if you were going to come up with some kind of adjective, there are no groups because you are who you are. I think it would have to be like a really long accentuated word because there's so many things that you, like I said, you have to know and you're responsible for and I'm responsible for and I take that responsibility. So no okay. hybrid. Hybrid would not be it for working, but it could be a really eccentric adjective. I'll have to figure out what I it have is. a word for you. Okay. Let's describe you. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Super califragilistic. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it that's exactly what it is. Okay. Okay, what okay. word would describe me? Um for work or just as a person? No, just as a person i just want to know before we move on um compassionate constantly evolving um bright light thank you who likes cheez-its <laughs> I, I don't i'm with the cheez-its i and think I'm you can really results. be you could be a cheez-its spokesperson i really think yeah give me a half an hour and i'll have a whole baggie but anyway yeah and the bags, okay. you know, the boxes when I was a kid, my grandmother, Victoria, bless her heart, was always so accommodating when the kids would come over or whatever. And we would have cheeses. I'm not that kind of a person. I like the chocolate covered cherry that are down a little farther, but yeah. she always had those. And the box was what? The box was yeah. so big. Now it's like the size of a box of dollhouse. Yeah, it's like a dollhouse. Okay. Anyways, um, so yeah, you could be a Cheez-Its Cheez -Its spokesperson, I think. Is there any Cheez-Its listeners out there? That's not my thing. Um, I think that the topic of supercalifragilist, whatever, uh, or hybrid brings on 
a thought that I had or just ideas. I try to understand people. I've picked up this trait from my grandmother, Elsie, who had a very full life, a lot of things. And then as she got older and I got to spend time with her, something that I noticed that she did, and it might've just been for curiosity. It might've been to pass the time that she was a people watcher, a people watcher. And she just took in so many things. So I've kind of become a people watcher, even though maybe I kind of understand what um, Dave Portnoy is saying. He's anti-people and pro-dogs. But um, there's this thing that kind of goes on in people's lives with friends, definitely co-workers, and sometimes um, family members where they only show up in your life when it's convenient. We have family members that are like that. Yes, I do have family And so members. I kind of tried to give like a, what would that, what would you call those? So those kind of like oh, peekaboo, no. peekaboo acquaintances. Peekaboo. <laughs> I mean, I, I see people talking about it on Facebook. Like I said, I am not a Facebook person. I'm still trying to figure it out. Probably people are like, eh, why is she doing this and that? But that they only comment when it's something that they want to, you know, kind of tear down. Those, I guess, could be also peekaboo friends or peekaboo acquaintances. But I kind of wonder about that. And I think it's kind of getting to be a thing where um, it's socially acceptable to play peekaboo with somebody that you're supposedly friends with or, you know, in a family with or whatever. What do you think? Uh-huh. Yeah, I have a experience uh-huh. with this. Uh, <laughs> um, as of uh, recent, which I'm not going to get into that. But um, yes, I think, though, it's good, though, for you to be realistic and aware of the fact that that's what they are. You've got to get to that point. Sometimes I think you, I think people kind of become those people because you're not thinking about it realistically and you're trying to think about it in some other way in your head that seems I don't know I don't know what I'm saying you're saying that the people that are on the receiving side of the peekaboo friends kind of try to make excuses for it so it doesn't really seem like anything but it's better to kind of recognize it for what it is just because it makes more sense yeah does that make sense yeah I saw I think kind of a cute post about friends or acquaintances i suppose from a lady that we know very well huh acquaintances yeah acquaintances just people that you know is that just because you aren't going to dinner with you know your friend every weekend or you may only even see them one time a year once a year that you still know when you, you know, it feels like the same person that you've known forever and you still have those friends. Those are the things that really, those are the things that really count. And you could say that about family members too. You can't see your family members all the time. People don't live all together or they have busy schedules. Um, But uh, yeah, you know, when you have that and it's, it's probably good to, to separate that in your, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with that, but I do think that there are people that are turning into peekaboos. Okay. Did you came up with that word or somebody else did? I did. Peekaboo. 
think about, oh, I'm here now, but if it's not convenient for me, I'm not here now. I'm not going to be there when you come to me the other time if I don't feel like it, but when it's good for me, I'm going to reappear. Yeah. I mean, like and that doesn't mean like when somebody goes on vacation no. or mother is sick, but I, I think it's getting to be a thing that uh, because, you know, people are, what? People are kind of, have kind of. What are you looking at? Hold on. I'm looking at Claude. Hold on. Okay. I thought you saw a ghost. Claude, are you okay? Oh, she's. We're having bad dreams. We're okay. Okay. Checking. We have a Miss Coco versus a Miss Peaches. All right. So let's change it. Let's change the subject. Let's switch up. Let's get into a. Let's get into something positive. So let's talk about. Miss Peaches, which Lily, I would say, is keeping up with it a lot better. I've always been a Dave Portnoy fan. Please tell me. And there's somebody out there that knows who Dave Portnoy is besides the two of us. But um, you've been keeping they up with They may not know Peaches. who Dave Portnoy is, but they know what Barcel Sports is. Okay. But anyways, the owner of Barcel Sports, which he is the sole, is he, I guess he's maybe not the sole owner. Yeah. I, okay. I think so. I don't want to say anything wrong. Um. Anyways, uh, we follow him because too. If you don't know him from Barstool Sports, you probably have seen him do a pizza review video. But within the last week, he adopted a rescued pit, um, pit bull, which obviously turned on. Uh, our radar. Your yeah. head is, your chair is sinking. I'm in the Titanic. <laughs> there you go. It's like all of a sudden I can God, see. I saw, I don't like that movie. I saw a clip from it the other day and that is just so stressful. I don't, I, I don't like that movie. Anyways, um, back to Dave. And Miss Peaches. Yes. He adopted a pit bull that was, um, rescued from a rescue um, that was in a bad situation and um, it's I think he's had her for about a week but it's become like an online sensation and now she's all over the news and she's just becoming a big deal she's very cute and she reminds us of our mm -hmm. Coco but um, he has shirts that you can or sweatshirts that you can purchase. And I think all the proceeds go to the rescue that he got her from. And um, they have her little cartoon or artist Character. picture of her. And then the back of the shirt says, adopt, don't shop, which is a very important saying for mom and me. Now, today I heard, which could have been yesterday, it could have been Wednesday, but I heard it today that so far, Dave himself, who is good at doing things with money, we have to say. I mean, he did say that he had some things that didn't work out the way that he wanted, like Bitcoin um, didn't work out great. But so far, I think as of today or yesterday, one of these days, he's raised $250,000 either for this Atlanta-based rescue or... And there is a little rescue that's not a pit bull. Rescue rascal. And he had I can't some hear you, so he has some similar background, Miss Peaches, because he came from a hoarding situation too. Oh. 
right? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of personality, like peaches and all the pigs. This is his debut. We have, yeah, we have rescues. We have rescue cats, ponies, dogs. Too bad we can't get them all in one shot. We'll have to work on that. But anyways, yeah, what do you want to say? That would be cool. Yes. That would probably take a lot of money and a lot of time. Okay. But anyways, here's the Dave and his new little bundle of joy. Yeah, money never hurt any uh, cause. It's obviously they can put towards just advertisement or getting out there because let me tell you, this is a big problem in our country for people that actually are concerned about the welfare of animals. Unfortunately, I don't think some people are. Hello, Jacko. But I think that there are more people that are getting to see that we need to do better as a country. So, hey, go Miss Peaches. And um, we donated to the cause, right, by buying the shirts. shirts. Do we have any idea where they are? No. They haven't shipped or anything? No. They're still in the Florida condo in a box somewhere. That's it. Okay. <laughs> what's your What's your goal for the next week, Mom? Before we sign out here unless you had other things do you want to oh. show everybody your tumbler mug behind you oh sure okay does aerosmith dog rescue i have uh, a really cool sign from my grandmother which i don't know if you'll be able to see there it is e pluribus uni uh, uni, I'm not probably saying that right. It was my grandmother, and I really wish I could put it in a better frame, but it is it is totally cool. And I've seen on eBay that similar kind of things are kind of pricey. This, you mean this coffee cup here, Lil? Yeah. You don't call it a coffee cup. What do you call it? The tumbler. A tumbler. I can't be bothered with these particular terms. Just no. Yeah, he's watching. He's watching all these things. So, um, yeah, watching and wishing. Uh, what do I hope to accomplish for the next week? Well, I have some business things that I have to get done because it's that time of the year. So I want to be um, good with that. I want to pay attention to what's going on with the elections, which should not just be important to me. They should be important to pretty much everybody that eats food, that buys gas, that wants to have freedom of speech, just, you know, little things like that. Um, and I need to change my dishes. Can't be having Christmas dishes anymore, right, Jack? That's lame. I can't do that. What about you? My goal every week is to try to have my uh, mind as peaceful and productive as possible. And what else this week? Oh. It's my baby's birthday. Oh yeah. And we have to do this. And I got to walk. I did not walk on my walking pad last night and I felt guilty, but I gotta okay. keep doing that. Cause I'm seeing results. Let's do a quick commercial on the, what's the deer? What is it called? Deer? Yeah. Well, I, that's what I thought I was buying. Deer run? You bought it. I thought I was buying it. Mine did not come with the Deer Run logo. <laughs> it came with Super Run. I don't know. What Yours that is, is a, 
Yours is a probably an updated model. So let's do a quick commercial on the, the walking pad. So Lily, what is the greatest thing about the walking pad? Or what's some great thing? Well, I think the greatest thing for most people, it's not for me because my room is packed. Um, but it's portable. Mm -hmm. So it's not some big bulky treadmill that you you know have to assemble and stuff it's already put together you just have to plug it in and find a spot it is a little heavy but you can move it around and the other thing that's good for me at least is that it's right there so I can't avoid it and it's convenient and it's convenience is is a part of it for sure I like it because right um I'm trying to do more of my old lady exercises because I saw a great video of somebody that was actually older than me, but saying you got to make yourself do this to keep yourself limber. Being limber when you start getting 55 plus is something that I think probably not many of us work on because we're worried about everything else. But um, besides that, yes, you don't, you can't really make a lot of excuses not to do it. Because you can listen no. to a podcast, you can put music on, you can watch television, and you didn't have to um, put Drive, out bucks. It didn't cost a lot to do it. No, I think some people put it on like a slow speed and walk while they're working. I don't want to do all that, but some people do that. Okay. They yeah, walk. maybe I could see that if you had a Vera desk or something like that. Yeah. Walking while you work. Instead of whistle while you work, we're gonna have to try a new we're gonna try a new theme called walking while you work. While you work. Yeah. All right. Well, um, who knows what's gonna happen in the next week for us, for the country, for the world, for dogs. We don't know, but we are gonna have a birthday, so that'll be cool. Yeah. Another birthday. Very excited. Yeah, we already had uh, Coco's birthday. Now we're going to have another birthday. And it's going to be March. So that means spring and summer is on the way. And leprechauns. So uh, do your duties and listen to podcasting. Lily, you're all about that. You're all over the place finding podcasts. I kind of stick to the ones that I kind of am comfortable with. So I'll have to explore more and... Um, yeah, it's a good thing. You can do it while you're walking. You can listen to while you're making dinner. And it's better than just watching the same old network network news, definitely. That's that's over. Do your podcasting. Listen to your podcast. Do it all. And you and the other thing is, yeah, do your podcasting. Audiobooks are good too, but we should be advertising podcasting. So uh yeah, get your podcasting on. Get your podcast game on and watch out for your peekaboo. <laughs> peekaboo friends, support pit bulls. That's it. That's a lot of things That's to think about. This week. Okay. Over and out. Ciao, 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 ciao.